You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. Welcome back to the podcast. Today I am going to be diving into my favorite travel tips. I get a lot of questions on how we kind of stay in our routine or what we pack to ha- when we go travel. And so I'm going to be kind of diving into all of that, the supplements and special herbs that I bring to help offset certain symptoms that we get when we travel, things that we're looking for in certain places that we're traveling that are just of more of a convenience for us. So in terms of traveling, whether you're flying or driving, I realize I'm doing this podcast at the end of the summer when probably a lot of people were traveling, but then I thought people are going to be traveling. Maybe they're traveling this weekend for Labor Day, or maybe they're taking a trip this fall. People are always traveling. People are always on the go. So yeah, summer's like a busy time because kids are off of school. So this is going to be applicable whenever you travel. So First things first, no matter if you're flying or if you're driving, obviously if you're driving, you can bring more things, but whether you're flying or driving, you can bring your own food. So flying, I think there's a misconceived notion that you can't bring anything or that it'll be taken away. You can bring like meal prep food. Uh, I don't necessarily always give myself the space for it, but you totally can bring it. So I like having the little silicone bags, filling them with protein bites, you know, like the oats, nut butter, chia seed, protein powder kind of blend. Have that. I always bring our protein bars. Rar bars are always our go-to. I think the first thing when I'm thinking about traveling is the really, the first thing I'm thinking about whether I'm flying or driving is what is the protein that we're bringing? Because I find that that is the hardest thing to have when on the go, because when you're in an airport, I don't want to be spending money on low quality Chick-fil-A, the smoothie bars are incredibly usually overpriced. I don't want to be eating fast food. It just doesn't make me feel good. So protein is a really big priority. So for us, protein bars, we really like the raw bars. I'll make the homemade ones with, like I said, little protein bites. I have the recipe in my membership, but you can, I think everyone has have seen these before, little power balls, the nut butter, Sometimes I'll use gluten-free oats. I'll put protein powder in, chia seeds, flax seeds, have those. Those are great because they definitely keep you full for a long time. They're great for curbing cravings. I like bringing beef sticks. Paleo Valley is by far my favorite beef stick because they don't use the crappy citric acid. I did a whole podcast on that with the founder uh, from Paleo Valley. We talked about how so many beef sticks have citric acid. Citric acid can be derived from black mold. So you can go back and refer to that episode. So we love the Paleo Valley protein sticks or the beef sticks. We take them everywhere. They're great for flying. Really, really, really come in handy when you're driving. I mean, no matter when you're traveling, they're just easy to bring. We brought them on our hikes when we went to the mountains a few weeks ago. Other protein sources, sometimes I'll bring Uh, collagen or protein powder in a little baggie so that way I can mix it in coffee. I can mix it in really anything so that way you have some sort of a protein source. Other to-go proteins. I mean, 
You guys, I guess you could freeze a little mini thing of Greek yogurt and bring that. Or just if you're driving, like have a cooler and bring Greek yogurt. That's a really easy protein source. You can cook up meat and bring it with you. Like I said, you can fly with it. You totally can. You just want to worry about maybe, depending on how long you'll be flying, wondering about keeping it cool. Whereas if you're driving, putting stuff like that in a cooler. A few weeks ago when we traveled, I shared, we had a whole cooler full, mainly because Tal eats a raw diet. So it was a lot of her food, but we brought some beef for us. We brought some eggs. We brought some raw milk. All that stuff is super easy when you drive because you just fill a cooler with it. I get that flying's a little harder. So that's where I kind of lower down or take really the essentials. So then I think of, okay, I'm packing my food bag or I'm packing my little snack bag. What else is going in it? Next is I like to put in my supplements. So I have a whole full cupboard filled that would that would typically be a medicine cabinet. It is our supplement and herb cabinet. I don't take every supplement or herb in there every day. A lot of them are more for, hey, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling this, or like my parasite protocols in there, or just random things that I don't take on a daily basis. On a daily basis, I take I'd say staples. So those staples are what I'm going to bring when we travel. So I take a beef organ supplement. Uh, That's great because I am not typically eating a lot of organs when I'm traveling. So the beef organ complex is my go-to. I love the one from Paleo Valley because it's got beef, or I'm sorry, it's got liver, kidney, pancreas, and heart. So it's got a good combination because I'm not going to eat kidney probably I'm not saying never, but I'm most turned off, I'd say, to that one. And pancreas, I would eat. I'd eat sweet bread. I just would probably want someone to prepare it for me. But nonetheless, I'm probably not eating organs when I'm traveling. So because of that, I think a supplement is a really great option. Um, So I bring those. Sometimes I'll bring extra B vitamins just because traveling can be stressful. Stress depletes your B vitamins. B vitamins are just really important for me in general um, because... I know that I methylate not as optimally, so that is why that is a little bit more important. Always bring a probiotic, always, always. Traveling is stressful. I always My GI system always gets thrown off, so a probiotic is always huge, especially for immune support. Speaking of immune support, I usually bring an immune support, either herbal supplement, I'll bring an immune support tincture. So that's always good. I mean, whether I'm flying or driving, it's just stress on the body, stress depletes your immune system. So it's always good to work on or have something immune building. What are some other key, some other key supplements? Uh, I definitely love bringing a magnesium. I always aim to bring some type of a magnesium or bowel, type bowel mover. Uh, I like the bowel mover from Cellcor. I'm probably always trying to bring like a magnesium citrate um, just to help support healthy bowel movements, especially when I fly. I know that's one thing that really gets thrown off. So just to prevent constipation, those are kind of a staple. So organ complex or B, uh, multivitamin or B complex, probiotic, magnesium, immune support, those are staples. Then additionally, I like bringing something like a binder. So I use like a fulvic acid, uh, biotoxin binder from Cellcor. I love using that or their HMT binder is really good, especially for environmental toxins. And I really like bringing a binder one because I know that some foods I'm eating are probably not going to be necessarily as clean as what I typically do Two, if I had alcohol, it really helps my body process it. I'm also at a point in my life where I'm very much so okay to saying no, if I don't feel like drinking alcohol, I just realize 
the older that I get, the more it affects me and how it, the less and less that it serves me. So I'm totally fine saying no to alcohol. But if I, for some reason, want a nice glass of wine or something, I like being able to have that just so I don't feel like crap the next day. It just kind of binds everything. Um, you can use charcoal as a binder. I just feel that I use that less as a binder than something like a fulvic acid and mineral type. I also love bringing some digestive enzymes, especially if you go out to eat, especially if we eat stuff that we're not typically used to eating, or maybe we're just eating heavier meals. Cause I know that when we go hiking, then we go out and eat because we've been hiking for eight hours. We're so hungry. So we eat a lot. So increase in digestive support is really important. I don't take a digestive enzyme necessarily every single day when I'm at home, but again, that's something I love having in my medicine cabinet. And I love having in my travel bag that when you have kind of this external stress of maybe traveling or eating unfamiliar foods or eating foods that you don't typically eat, but you enjoy or eating out or whatever it is, or eating more because you burned a crap ton of calories from your hike or whatever the situation is. I find that digestive enzymes are just a staple for me. Um, even they're a staple for me when I'm at home and we just eat out, but especially when we travel and you've got that extra burden of just traveling on your digestive system. I love digestive enzymes. So those are kind of what I typically will bring for my supplements. And then I go to my herbs. Okay. What are my herbs that I'm bringing? And usually I I'll have my herbs in the sense of tea. I really love tea because tea has so many medicinal uses. So whether you're flying, you can just ask for a hot cup of water or you're driving and you can fill up your Yeti or your your water somewhere. I really like the peak teas. I find that they are most convenient to travel with because they're in like little sachets, but sometimes I'll bring other forms of like tea bags or whatever we have that's convenient, but I love bringing like a ginger or turmeric tea. So that's really good for digestion, especially if I'm flying as I've gotten older, I'm, I've almost, I get very motion sick, like very easily. And it comes across very quickly. So I always try to have some type of ginger tea that I can have readily on hand that can kind of help settle and ease my stomach. I also bring peppermint essential oil. I have like a little, little carrier that I, it's got just filled with essential oils. I usually put lavender in there for calming. I like putting on my pulse points. I like peppermint because there's been a few instances where I was borderline needing a barf bag and I put the peppermint on my wrist and I'm breathing it in and that really helps. I like bringing uh, their immune blend. So whether you use Young Living, doTERRA, whatever, there's an immune type blend for pretty much every company. doTERRA's immune blend is their on guard. That's great. I like putting that on the soles of my feet, rubbing it on my neck. They have a hand sanitizer that's doTERRA or sorry, that's on guard. So that's kind of in there as well. And I just kind of like having like staple little essential oils. So it's all my little natural stuff, my little natural teas for various goals or various things that I know that I'm going to experience. So I'm going to have, or same with essential oils, my supplements, again, a very baseline. I typically don't work through various health protocols while I'm traveling. So I bring just the bare minimum, but also ones that I know help support me in various ways. So if you know that you get XYZ symptom or you know that this supplement or this tincture or whatever helps you, bring it because you can pretty much bring anything, especially when you're flying under three ounces, you're good to go. And a good tip too is, so I put 
all of my supplements in a kind of Lululemon sized tote and then put that inside of my purse. And it's just really, it's very easily accessible. So whatever you feel like you're going to need to have accessible, have that, put that in that bag. If you're traveling, we have like a snack bag, we have a cooler and we put the snack bag with whatever we know we're going to need out of the cooler. We put it just in the back seat so that if we're on a long car ride, we don't constantly have to stop and get out when we want something to eat. We try to honestly not eat a lot out on the road. So we try not to stop at places. If we are going to stop at places, I try to look on my phone. Okay. What is like the healthiest option that we can get? Is there, I don't love Chipotle, but it's probably definitely a healthier option in terms of a stop. So that's kind of what we look for. But typically when we're going up north to the mountains, there's really nothing. So that's why we bring a lot of that stuff. We pack a lot of things. We'll pack a lunch. We'll pack, I'll make the egg bites and the muffin, like the muffin trays, you know, scrambled eggs with veggies, feta cheese, put them in a muffin tray, bake them. And that's super easy. That's essentially what you'd get at Starbucks. Starbucks puts crappy ingredients in something even like an egg bite. It's way cheaper for me to make it at home. I can bring it on an airplane to avoid buying it at Starbucks and I can bring it in a car to avoid again, buying it at the drive-thru at Starbucks. And I know what's in it. It's cheaper. It's better. It makes me feel good. And I can eat a million of them and feel way better. I don't need a million. I can eat probably three of them or four of them. But anyways, Other travel tips that I have, so depending on where you're going, we really like staying at an Airbnb or a VRBO because we like having access to a kitchen. Also, we like bringing Tala wherever we can go, so usually having space. We don't need a huge house. We just need space where we can maybe have a kitchen or kitchenette and have have access to that. And honestly, not that we're eating every single meal at our Airbnb, but for instance, we went to Florida and this past spring we stayed at an Airbnb and it was just so much more convenient because every morning we'd walk to the gym, we'd come back, we'd make breakfast. Breakfast and lunch were at, we would just go out and get groceries and have those or like bring lunch to the beach and have it there. And then dinner was kind of our meal out. So that's convenient. One, because we don't need to eat every single meal out. Two, you save a lot of money when you can prep your own food and breakfast is easy. Like it's eggs. It's not an inconvenience for us. We like cooking breakfast. We like cooking, honestly, most of our meals, but like breakfast out isn't necessarily something special. Whereas dinner out is like kind of more special. It's more fun. It's things that you won't necessarily always do. So we see it as like an honestly more of a convenience thing. It's easier for us to like make breakfast and pack lunch, go to the beach or go to the mountains or whatever, wherever we are than it is to, okay, now we have to go to lunch because it's been this long since we've eaten. Like it's just, it's more convenient for us. It's better because we can just go to a grocery store or if we're driving, maybe we'll stop on the way or bring groceries. So that's kind of our tip in terms of when we're staying somewhere. And honestly, we stayed in Airbnb when we go to the mountains. We like to stay at an Airbnb when we go down south. So that's kind of our our thing when if we can. Um and again, it's just an extra bonus because we like bringing the dog. There are dog-friendly hotels. I just feel like you don't have as much room and I don't know. It's I like being able to have a kitchen. I feel like that's very convenient, especially for us. So that's something that we like to do. 
But honestly, when we travel, not a lot changes. A lot of our routine stays the same. I mean, it very much so helps when Tala's with us because we have no excuse not to do some type of a movement because that is a recommendation or that is a not a recommendation. That's a requirement for her. So she really helps us stay on a routine. I mean, we she doesn't sleep in. She's she's on a routine. So we're on a routine, but we enjoy that. So I'd say we don't put pressure on ourselves by any means. We enjoy different foods. We enjoy different things, but we do kind of feel good when we have, I guess, a sense of control. We are definitely going to, like I said, eat different foods, do different things, experience whatever area that we are visiting. But it's nice having that sense of control knowing like, I know that my foundations are here. I know that I'm still being able to support my body. I'm still being able to do things that feel good that like fuel my body and make it feel good. And I'm still able to enjoy various fun and special things on vacation. I think that where that's where that really nice, happy medium kind of comes in. And that's going to look a little bit different for everybody. But for us, I feel like these are some really good tips that help us feel good no matter what we're doing. Because a lot of what I shared, that's the same whether we're flying or driving. When we're flying, obviously Tala's not getting on a plane with us. So some of our, of our routine does change, but I think when we went down to Florida, we got up every single morning, we went for a walk and we stayed with my friend. We went for a walk around our neighborhood. We come back, have, I'd have a matcha, we'd have breakfast, we'd go about our day. We do whatever we're doing for that day. Right. It, well, it didn't matter. Like we, even if we were doing something different, like kind of outside of our norm, so much of our, so much of what else we were doing was kind of what felt really good to us. We moved our body, we nourished our body. So like our body's more resilient that if we did eat out or did whatever, like we're going to feel fine. Um, and even when we travel with Tala, so much of what we do is, I mean, when she's with us, very active, very out and about, and I guess health forward. Cause that's just honestly what we enjoy. We're just not the type of people to sit out, sit. I mean, I could sit at the beach all day, but we're just so much of our habits and things that we enjoy are healthy. So I guess that is nice in terms. That's what we plan when we travel somewhere. But even if that's not what you're planning when you travel somewhere, that's okay. If you are making sure that maybe you've got some really good supplements to be able to support you, maybe you are packing some healthy snacks so that you're making better choices while you're traveling. All of that stuff really does add up and go a long way. So it doesn't, it's, by no means about being perfect. I feel like we've, we're perfected and really tried a bunch of different travel things throughout the years. We've, we did a lot of, we've traveled quite a bit together and plan to continue traveling a lot more. And it's just something that we enjoy. And I don't think, I think for a lot of people, I see it throws a lot of people off. You know, they'll be like, oh, I'm traveling. I'm going to start this when I come back or, oh, I'm traveling. Like, I don't want to start any supplements or I don't want to start any, I, I, I'll start all the healthy recommendations you told me when you come back. When in reality, health, like I always mention, it's a journey. So whether you're traveling, whether you're going places, whether you're doing whatever you're doing, you can always find a way to be able to kind of stick to basic foundations of things, whether it's making sure your body is nourished with whole foods. If you know that you struggle with a certain thing, like maybe you don't get enough protein, you're traveling somewhere. Let me make sure that I've got some good protein snacks in here, protein options so that at least I know that that basis can be covered. So there's so many different things that you can think about when you're thinking about 
traveling doesn't have to necessarily derail you, you know? So I hope that you found this helpful. And if you hear anything in the background, it's because Nick got home and is Tala's, he's getting Tala all riled up. But anyways, thank you for listening to this podcast and I will see you next week.